0: I do not endorse (laughs) monkey gladiator fights I do Maybe they're hippie aliens (laughs) It was really good But it will never beat the Avril Lavigne conspiracy Dane, do you want to start with the humanoid with antlers in the woods Or do you want to start with um, My father-in-law encountered a frogman Frogman
1: Well, it, this happened in 1986 no 87 1987 uh my brothers and i i have three other brothers um names are uh rick kurt and don and uh we were in wards of the state of uh illinois our parents passed away in a car accident in
0: uh 1984 uh, sorry to hear that
1: man and, uh, Oh, yeah, it was it was a long time ago, but, uh, you know, everything, you know, worked out pretty good. So, uh, well, anyway, we were in the system, and uh, so I was in a boys' home for a while because I was in some homes, like uh, when you're an older kid, a lot of people, they want younger kids, you know, for foster care and all that. Yeah. So most older kids, they put them in... Uh, at, Farmers, because they can, you know, like, uh, you know, do farm tours, you know, more capable and everything. Right. So I kept running all the time. So they put me in a boys' home, which was a lot better for me. And uh, my other brothers were in foster homes. So I was looking in the paper and I saw an uh, opportunity to go to Job Corps in Joel, uh, Illinois. So I said, uh, you know, I talked to my uh, caseworker, and uh, he set up an appointment where I went in front of a judge, and he granted me permission to go in the program. So I ended up going to Joliet, Illinois, and uh, it was old high school uh, converted into a government uh, job training facility called Job Corps. Okay, and. And, uh, the school was, uh, Lionel Richie graduated from that when it was a school, the singer, Lionel Richie. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So they had like a signed picture on the wall or whatever, you know, from Lionel Richie, you know, uh, good luck guys, blah, blah, blah. It was nice, you know? So anyway, on the weekends, uh, a lot of people will go, you know, they'll, they'll, uh parents will come and pick them up and uh take them home for the weekend or whatever, but because I didn't have anyone I, I always stayed there. So there's you know, maybe a handful of people that uh stayed there on the weekends.
2: Right. And
1: I was about maybe three months into the program and uh there was this guy. I made a point to remember his name because he was another witness. That saw it with me. His name was Jay Anderson. Okay. So, uh, 87, I would have been, uh, would have been 16, 17. Okay. I think. And, uh, so anyway, in my room, it was, uh, everyone had like a dorm room situation set up. And I was, and I was on the second floor. And outside of my window, there's a parking lot and it's gated. So they have to hit a button, it opens up the gate, and the cars can come in. And uh, we're sitting there playing cards. Me and Jay Anderson, I'm facing the window. And I'm looking out the window, and I think a car's pulling up because it looks like two headlights. So
0: there's
1: so, light I coming Mhm. Okay. Yeah, right it, it just looked like I, I I would have thought that it was headlights just reflecting up you know like uh you know the light caught it and it refracted off the glass so you can tell you know ah, it might be a car, you know. Okay. So, uh this this would have been around uh I want to say November 1987, around mid November uh and, um, so we're playing cards and I'm watching this. I'm like, man, is this guy going to come in or not? You know, it's been like maybe, uh, I don't know, three, four minutes. So I kind of get up, you know, I'm like, Hey, hold on. I want to see who that is. So I look out window, there's no car there. I'm looking up. I'm like, Oh, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, man, it's probably a helicopter. And then, uh, it started to go over and that day, it was kind of foggy, a little foggy out, but uh, you could see the silhouette. It was enough light that you could see the silhouette, and it was round, but it was huge. It was, uh, I had, I, w- I would guess, over uh, over 50 feet.
2: That's pretty big. Huge. Yeah, that's huge.
1: Pretty big, now So, uh, it it slowly starts to go over. I grabbed him, and he... He come over and he looked at, out the window, too. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, so we both bowled out of those room. Alongside my the room, there's stairs that go down. We ran down, opened the door, came out. That ship went over the building. Another ship came behind it. We caught that one. That one was a little small. It's about maybe 25 feet, about half the size of the first one. This one... Uh, Moved a little slower. We stood there. I grabbed the camera, but it was an old camera. That, you know, I had like the cube flash on it. Oh, so yeah. So it wasn't really, yeah, you know, you, you click it and the, exactly. the cube will flash and it'll turn. You know what? It's one of those older cameras. Yeah, yeah. I've used, I used so, those when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to take a pic. I'm taking pictures of it. But uh, none of them turned out. You know, I went and picked up the film. you know, later on after the incident. But none of them came out. Obviously. But anyway.
2: Dark outside. Uh, obvious, older camera. I know. Yeah. I tried. I Tough wanted one.
1: proof so bad, but it didn't come out that way. But anyway, this one was coming by. And uh, mind you now, I can reach down, pick up a rock, throw it, and tame right off of it if I wanted to.
2: That close. That's how
1: close it was. Wow. That close. And uh, as it was coming over, it had the headlights, too. It had two white lights coming out in front. They had no colored lights on it whatsoever. All the lights were white. Okay. It was like a LED kind of white. Okay. You know, and back then, they didn't have LED, you know, so
2: right. it
1: always stood out in my mind. Wow, I've never seen lights reflect like that, you know, it was so bright. And, uh, the bottom, the lights were moving, uh, um, like crisscross, almost like an X or a cross, you know, or or a T on the bottom. And, uh, and as it was flying, it's moving, you know, perfectly up and down. It's crossing over the parking lot and going over the building, which is over our heads. So as it was doing it, it kind of turned slightly. So as if look at us, like it saw us, you know, Mm -hmm. it's moving slow, like kind of observing us kind of, and it looked like it had a window port, but no glass. It's almost like a frame, like one solid piece of metal,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but a frame like a window, but it was metal inside of that. It looked like that. Interesting. You know? And, uh, and as it did that, it turned back straight slowly went over the building, ran over to the other side, it was gone. And then we were coming back talking about it. <clears throat> and then I heard this uh, sound. I look up in the same direction they, that they came from, and I see white lights just all over, just covering the sky. And I'm like, what is going on? So we're watching. And it was it was very faint sound. And boom! Right over our heads, super fast. Were they were helicopters? They were uh, kind of they were narrow though, really uh, narrow helicopters. Hmm. And it had a long slope in the front. And uh, you couldn't hear them, but when they passed, it was like a a, like a boom sound. You know, Uh, I've never seen a helicopter. I didn't know helicopters could go that fast. But I counted roughly 10. Maybe That's 10 a of these lot helicopters.
0: of helicopters.
1: Yes, and they were wow. all black. So they they flew by super fast. Like, I, if you blink, you'd miss it. That's how fast they were coming. And uh, they just went that direction. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. No, in a nutshell. But I never thought or, or considered... Any of that to be real, it, you have to see it to know that you believe it, you know, that something like that would happen.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, man. I get and, it.
1: And, that's wild. And, yep. Exactly. And it did. You know, I mean, I, I have someone that's a witness. I've, I've told the story to my kids, my grandkids, you know, and, uh, just something I'll remember the rest of my life. So it it made me a believer.
0: Are you yeah. familiar with the uh, the Bob Lazar story and all that kind of stuff that came around around that time period?
1: Yes, yes. Because after seeing that, I started delving and reading everything I can about it. Right. And Bob Lazar came up. So yes, I did. I did uh, read about Bob Lazar and his experiences. Uh, he had a ship. Said one particular ship. That he said he worked on. They called the Corvette. Yeah. And it was a sleek, more of a sleek design. So apparently, Bob Lazar was in that ship. He he went in and he looked at it. He said it had no, everything was rounded. The seats were rounded. No, there was no sharp corners. Isn't that I crazy? Mean, That's weird, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And the seat, he said he could not sit in the seat. It's too small. So, yeah, it was you know, very interesting, you know, what, what he went through and for him to come out and say something, talk about that, especially if you sign, you know, I, I was in the military, I was in the army
2: yeah.
1: and some things I did, I had to, uh, you know, it was considered, even though it was menial, mm-hmm. I, it was still considered top secret. Some things I did, even though it was menial, I still had to sign an agreement that I wouldn't talk about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, and, and it's nothing nothing extraordinary. It's actually stuff that was very boring. Mm-hmm. But I still had to agree not to talk about it.
0: Right. Well, first so, of all, man, thanks for, him, for your service. I know. I,
1: yeah.
0: You know, oh, sure. And sure. Uh, I got a lot of respect for everybody that serves. And, uh, But, like, yeah, I get it, man. Like, when it comes to the national security stuff, they want to, you know, tight web on that kind of stuff, because one thing gets out, you know, that could, even if it seems boring, you know, they could be worried about what someone else could do with that kind of information.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, and it could be, you know, it, it all falls into the category of compartmentalization. Uh, departmentalization, you know, they they all, uh, one hand doesn't see what the other hand's doing. Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, it's a control mechanism to keep the from leaking out. Which you know I, I'm full compliance with, and I agree with that. That's uh, something that stems back to Project Paperclip. When after World War II we started bringing German scientists over here,
0: I remember that. You know,
1: yeah. Werner von Braun. Yes, Werner von Braun was uh, a German scientist, and uh, he helped set up and founded NASA. NASA had a lot of uh, German detectors. That ran and operated NASA when it first started
2: yeah
0: and that that whole topic so, is crazy yeah. man I was actually telling a friend of mine literally yes. last night I was <laughs> like did you know that after World War II the the Allied um, the Allies actually um, split up a bunch of German scientists among among themselves and, mm-hmm. and she was like wait that's a real thing and I'm like oh yeah after the war they like split up the yeah. top minds and like use them for research
1: yes yes they did they did and uh there was even a, a guy named Bob Uhouse that, uh, he was a military man. he, he built a, uh, ship simulator. Now they say that, uh, the, the ships and all the, the back engineering stuff wasn't that area 51. It's that area, uh, 52 or, or S2. Mm-hmm. And that's where they got the ships and did all the research and stuff. And he built a simulator for them to learn how to fly in these things. Of course, Bill u is dead now, but he, he had a lot of interesting videos, you know, from interviews. And, uh, you know, so here's the thing. Looking back at it now and
2: looking at those ships... Oh, okay. I
1: think that if you see something now, I think it's us. I think it's us flying them. Mm-hmm. But if you go from say the 80s back, I believe they were something else. So even even the one I saw, I think that could very well or possibly have been something from us but then again the helicopters flying by maybe it wasn't maybe it was something else right I can't say all I can say is what I've seen I did not see any kind of other life uh, I just saw UFO right whether it's ours I, it, it could be ours I, you know, I cannot say if alien life is out there I cannot say if uh, um, if we're alone or not it, it could have very well been something we created, you know, it could have been something that was stolen, it could have been something who knows. Right. You know, I could I could speculate all I want, but uh I, I don't have the answers or anything. All I can relate is what I've seen. You know. So for I can say without a shadow of a doubt that there is there is anti gravity technology. You know, there there is something that makes A ship fly with no, you know, with no propulsion, you know, uh, uh, fuel or uh, uh, combustible engines or, you know, but this thing did not have that.
2: Right. You know, it
1: it was literally what, what is making it float like that? What is making it do that Even when it passed over us, Mm -hmm. I felt, uh, I felt like I was in a cone of silence. You could not hear the wind. You could not hear a cricket like it blocked all the sound out. I I couldn't hear a thing. It was like being inside of a room that was completely like being, like when you go for a hearing test or something, you go into a room and you step into this chamber, you know, and then put on the headphones and, you know, that, that silence. It was just like that, you know? So, uh, I don't know if it's the technology that, that blocked out the crickets or the, you know, the wind or the rustle of the trees or, you know, it was just completely silent. And once it passed over, then, you know, this is something I had to reflect and really think about over the year. You know, anything that I noticed or any little kind of detail or something, you know, someone said, oh, maybe they knocked you out and abducted you or took them. I'm like, no, no, I just saw something fly over the building. You know, I'm like, no, well, they can knock you out. Did you lose any time? What time was it when you, I'm like, no, I didn't get knocked out or whatever. Right. So you know, all I did was just see something and something. And it is one thing to look in the sky and see a white light moving by. You know, and, you know, it could be a satellite. You don't know. You know, I, I've seen satellites fly, you know, across over across the sky. Yeah. And I can see someone, you know, there was even, what was it? Four days ago, there was uh, people in New Jersey seeing this UFO, and they were freaking out. They were all pulled alongside of the road. They had cell phones out recording this thing. Goodyear blimp? It was Goodyear blimp. <laughs> Goodyear blimp. So, you know what I mean? It, it, people yeah. can mistake things that they see, but what I saw was literally in my face and personal. It was right. that close. It, it was literally maybe... I, I'd say five stories above my head. That's yeah. That's close. That's, a, that's close, extremely close. And the one that went over the building, it, 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 it just literally blotted out the sky. That thing was so big.
2: Yeah.: you know?
1: So there was, there was two UFO. At first, I thought it was the same UFO. I thought, oh, God, did just like do a rewind and then come back over?" And then I, I thought about it. I'm like, man, that one was smaller. And I even looked out the window again. And I'm like, well, okay, I saw it from here to here. I'm like, well, that was a difference. So there were two, right. there was two UFOs that I saw. First one is looking through a window. You couldn't, you couldn't open the window, you know, to get a better look or anything. You know, I just, I, I do to just look through a window, but we came down the stairs, came out. Sure enough, another UFO was flying over the building. And, uh, but to have something that close, and even noticing it tilt, I knew it was it was looking, it, it, literally looking at us. Right. It was obs- we were being observed, and and then it went back to the position of was in. You know, and, and then I've heard stories too of people saying, "Well, UFOs they wobble; they can't stand still." They're kind of wobble while they're hovering or whatever because of the gravitational force or something of the planet or whatever. But this one, no, it did not wobble. It didn't you know, jar back and forth like some guy on it with a string or anything. This thing was rock like solid, stationary, moving at a, certain, at a very slow speed. Literally walking speed. If it, so what what is the uh, human walks like what? Uh, um, Three miles an hour. You know, so, I don't yeah, know. not very something fast. Something like that, that. No, no, not fast at all. This, this thing was literally at like a, a walking pace. That's how fast it was moving. When it, when it tilted, it, it was going that slow. So I would think it was kind of taking a look at us. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe observing us or just... Maybe we caught their, their attention that, oh, wow, we're they see us? Or, I don't know. So, and then to have it go to go upright again, that's it, what it did. It just kind of tilted long enough, like, to take a good long look at someone. It's like if you're walking down the street and someone's walking by, you catch eye contact with that person, and then you, you look away, and you keep walking, walk past each other. That's kind of the sense I got. Yeah, Just kind of maybe taking a look and then going back and then went right over the building. But, uh, the helicopters, I, I, I will say I had never, I did not know a helicopter can go that fast. I, I had no idea. It, uh, I can't say for sure if, if it had rocket pro, if it was rocket propelled in the back I, I couldn't it went by so fast i couldn't notice
0: yeah you know, helicopters are capable propelled. of some pretty you'd be surprised by how fast some uh even back in the 80s some of the uh the military helicopters what they were capable of it was it was pretty impressive so i i, I,
1: I, I would have I never known see i've never uh when I was in the military, I was uh, a 13 Bravo. I fired uh, howitzers. So I, I had no connection with anything or, you know, or doing airdrops or anything or airborne, or, you know. So I, I never experienced it or never. I mean, I see them, but I, they never really looked like they went fast to me, you know, but uh, but seeing these, I, I, the speed was just so intense. I was like, I could not believe how fast these things are going, you know. And they were going fast, I mean, yeah, and and it left a loud boom, like it was almost like uh well was what, what, what is it to break the speed of sound uh, Mach one, I think breaks the speed of sound, uh, I don't know it, it but it left a loud boom when they went past, so that that really scared me, you know, yeah, but like I said that's just something that i you know. It's not like oh well, I saw you up on this and that. You know, I can say well, I've seen something that I know that we have, you know, but just didn't know it could go that fast.
0: Yeah, uh, modern uh, modern military helicopters top out at just under two hundred miles an hour, so it's it's definitely fast. And if that thing's flying yeah, I not low, know that. yeah, that's that's fast. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's close to your head, and it goes zooming over you. You know, that's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty impactful thing that you're gonna experience.
1: Exactly.
0: So exactly. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows what? Who and knows then, what that uh, sound is, too? You know, I don't know what the sound is. I doubt it would be sonic boom because that's—I think that's in like the 700 mile an hour range to break that barrier. But right, right. Who knows? it, maybe it was.
1: You know, I might be exaggerating. It wasn't like a sonic boom. It was. It was. Uh, like it was enough to make you put your hands over your ears. You know, it's just that loud. You know, but when they were coming in. You could not hear them. It was just. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was because of how fast they were going, or uh, um, I, I don't know. You would think you would hear the the whirl of the the chopper blades. I, I didn't hear nothing.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, and also when they
1: went over. Yeah. Do you
0: think that the that loud sound that you heard maybe was that artillery, some kind?
1: No. I Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I would have heard it. I would have heard of something in the news, you know, of of that. I'm I'm sure they wouldn't, you know, it would have hit somewhere. Right. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe the, they'll say, oh, uh, there was an accident or some explosion somewhere at a building. Maybe, you know, anything is covered. I didn't hear anything.
0: Interesting. I wonder, I do wonder where that sound came from, man. That's really interesting to me. You know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't the helicopters. Maybe it was the craft that you saw or something.
1: Well, the craft already went over, and when we ran around to the oh. other side of the building, it was already gone. Right. But the, the helicopters came shortly after. I'd say maybe three minutes after the okay the UFO left. You know. So we we watched it. You could see it just go over the building. We when it passed, we ran around to the front. And it was gone. Yeah. So I don't know if it just kind of. T- you know, I, I don't know. I've, I've seen videos where like it was there one minute and gone the next.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe that's what it did. Maybe it sent, you know, maybe it picked up these helicopters coming. I don't know. Maybe it was there just to observe this one particular area. I don't know, but uh we started walking back to where we originally saw it, and you just see all these white lights up in the sky again. I'm thinking oh. Wow, you know, at first impression, I'm thinking, oh, wow, there's more of them, you know? Right. <laughs> so we're standing there waiting for them to come back, you know? And, uh, and when they came up close enough, it's like, you know, you're looking at the light. Yeah, okay, they're off in a little way. Yeah, they're getting closer. All of a sudden, right over your head, gone, you, like, they weren't even there. But, uh, I looked up. I, I did see. That, yes, they were helicopters. Yes, they were narrow. Yes, they had a slope in the front. Uh, they did have possibly. I, I, my memory, if it serves right, I, I think they were rocket propelled or something. Or, or I, I don't know. But they they were extremely narrow. You know, you see a helicopter. They, you know, even a Huey. You know, it's kind of wide, you know, you got room, you can sit both sides, whatever this thing looked like. If you're sitting in there, you're, you're like, you'd have to be like compact, you know. Right. I don't know if it's an aerodynamic, uh, decide, but to see something like that in the 80s was fascinating because I've never seen anything. Even my, when I was in the service, I was in the service in the 80s. Right. So I, I never seen anything like that my time, and I, I was in uh, Fort, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Uh, I was in Fort Hamilton, New York. Uh, I've even been to uh, Fort Oregon, California. My brother was stationed there, and he he never seen anything like that either.
0: Have you seen so, images of uh, the Apache helicopters? Because those would have been in use back in the 80s.
1: It, it does kind of resemble that, but more narrow. Really? Like super more, tight? Yeah, wow. really tight, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wonder what they were like using. an extremely
1: skinny helicopter. But if you looked at the side, you would have thought it was a regular full-size helicopter. But in the front, you just, it was very narrow, you know, and they were all black, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, you know, if it had a logo, I I wouldn't have been able to see it. They were going so fast. Yeah. You know. It was just, I, I I was able to catch it enough to see that they were helicopters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I saw the, I saw the blades. I saw the, um, you know, the, 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 the back, you know, the, the blade, you know, did have a blade in the back and uh, just extremely narrow, you know, I, I was just, I, that really stood out. I'm like, wow, that is the skinniest helicopter I've <laughs> ever seen, you know, but yeah, they, they just. Maybe it's an aerodynamic design. Maybe they're meant to go fast like that. I I, I couldn't say. I've never seen anything like that. But but when you did mention the Apache, yes, it it does have a lot of similarities, just more narrow. Yeah. I I don't think they were meant to be a transport vehicle. I think they're designed for... um, Dog chases or something or I, I don't know. I, right. I'm just I'm I'm speculating again. Speculating, you know? yeah.
0: Just mm-hmm. weird narrow helicopters that you you haven't really seen something too close to it.
1: No, I haven't. Right. Not like that. But uh, it does resemble. But it, like you said, you know, the Apache. It, it does kind of resemble that. You know, the, the shape wise and everything. You know, and it just just take a. Apache helicopter and smush it. (laughs) That'd be the only way I can explain it, you know, kind of like that.
0: You know, maybe one of my, uh, maybe one of our viewers will end up coming forward. Maybe they're, uh, you know, I got, I got, we got quite a bit of viewers, So I'm, I'm sure one of them is, you know, really familiar with helicopter ties. Maybe they're familiar with something that you and I just aren't too well versed in.
1: Exactly. So if anyone out there um, sees that. I will. Yes. I, I will say this though, that, um, I have not heard uh, anyone see a UFO with just nothing but white lights. I always hear multicolored lights uh, Mm. or a red light in the middle of it or, you know, has anyone seen just one with just completely white lights, you know? So, I I, I don't know. I I haven't talked to anyone that would have seen anything like that. So, if uh, any of your viewers know anything
0: about that that would be definitely be interesting yeah for sure oh so. Mm-hmm. so yeah man i think that's a that's a fantastic story man and i'm glad you came on to share it because people are seeing something man and you know they're not all just blimps in the sky as we were talking about earlier you know there's something that people are seeing yeah. and, and bob lazar worked on something we know that for a fact now so
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's you no know, and, and the thing with two is i don't know how uh how common it is. You know, do people see them? Is it a regular thing or what? I I've only seen it that one time. I've never, ever seen any other UFOs after that. I like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, it's just a one time thing. I was just, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time, you know? And, uh, but I, I, you know, there's times I go out on the, you know, my, my patio and I, you know, at night and I look up and I, I just, I don't see it. You know? <laughs> no. But it's, it's just one of those one-time things, I, yeah. I guess. And, uh, but I, I have no reason to lie about it. You no. know, I, I've never, like I said, I've never been a big uh, believer that before that happened, I never really considered it or never even thought of it. Yeah. You know? So uh, all, all I can really do is just say what I've seen. And, and it, it, it was amazing. It, it really made me see just how close-minded I really am. You know, <laughs> it, it, that'd be the only way I can describe it. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it opened my mind to new things. It it, it really did. You know, hundred percent. And uh, uh, it does. It, it changes you see something like that, you know. And and uh, and the thing with two is I don't think people are not ready for this. I think people are very much capable of handling uh an event where we know there is someone out there. You know, I don't I don't think we're um incapable of being able to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? so i I just kind of wanted to throw that in there
0: 100 percent. i guess really the only reason that i think that you know governments would hide it at this point is because if like the u.s military or whoever bob lazar was working with actually had that technology they wouldn't want foreign uh countries to know about it you know i could see that because they're trying to because if you if you unlock that technology you win you know Mm -hmm. because everything Mm -hmm. else is so far behind. So I would get from a national security standpoint why they wouldn't tell us, but I I think that the world, you you know, with a lot of the new age stuff, people would be able to handle it.
1: Well, the the thing too, that really brought it out as far as area 51 is concerned is that they did announce that they found it. Mm -hmm. Our own military had a press release that was literally put in the paper. You know, if they said we have a UFO. They literally said it, and then took it back. Oh, Roswell, weather balloon. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. So that—that's that, an instance. Why? I—I I don't think we're capable of making our military is capable of making a mistake like that. Right. To me, I—I I, I think we're a lot smarter than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We 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 literally did a press release. Our our military released a press release to a local newspaper and it took off. Everyone right. around the world knew about it after that. So uh, three days later, they they said, no, it was uh, just on.
0: kidding. Yeah. haha. It's not a UFO. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Right. They they wouldn't know. Right. Wouldn't know. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just, Yeah i i truly wholeheartedly believe that something did crash in roswell
2: yeah but you're not or, gonna or they uh,
1: that.
0: you're not gonna mistake a weather balloon for a flying saucer you know
1: exactly there's no exactly. way
0: there's no way
1: yeah yeah now mind you t- mind you know they had the Manhattan project going on yeah so they, they were making the nuclear bomb you know so I, I think they're more capable of telling uh, a UFO from a weather balloon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's my story, and uh, um, you know, uh, people can tend to believe it or not. You know, like right. I just and, and it doesn't really bother me if anyone believes me or not. You know, I I had a story to tell, and you know, I'm glad I was able to tell it. <laughs>
0: 100% man. Well, thanks for coming on, man. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, thanks for your, you know, your service and, uh, it was great you. talking
2: to you, man. Yeah.
1: 100%. Oh, you too. <laughs> great. Hey, it was really nice talking to you
2: too.